What up, guys? Welcome back to the TCG Experience. Me, Sammy here, and I'm with Jake. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, what are we talking about today? Well, it's quite a few things, actually. Um, so, Despy is legal. New deck. New deck in the TCG. Um, also, Nationals got announced yesterday. Is that what, like, worldwide, each place had its Nationals announced, or just the UK? So, no. The U- UK is about to be announced. They, they confirmed Germany's uh, Nationals. They confirmed a few other Nationals in Europe. Which confirms that America UK, UK and UK are going to get um, it for sure. But, but what does that? What is the incentive to play Nats to qualify for Euros still? I, I don't know. There's, there's no real confer, confer, confirmation yet with Euros, but it seems like what they could do is if they wanted to. Well, first of all, with the cancellation of Worlds, Europe and America are going to have a bigger budget, which means they're going to be able to do more with their events, more better coverage, um, which will encourage more players to play, which next year they should have the same same budget then if you know if the growth keeps happening and that means they can they can actually do something different which they probably haven't done before when they're kind of forced to do that because obviously world's been cancelled so the, what, what i think that we might do is they might still do euros they'll still do american nats they'll mm-hmm. do like the um the south uh, south america version uh, of continentals and then that will qualify for like a TCG version of the World Championship. So I think they'll merge it together. So eight from Europe, eight from America, eight from South America. And do some kind of other big event. Yeah, and just like Can't. class it as like the TCG World Championships or whatever they right, want right, to call right. it. But um, isn't Nat, US Nats always like the same as Euros basically? Yeah. So like I know you call it US Nats and then mm-hmm. we have UK Nats, German Nats. Or, but in terms of size and stature, yeah, you would, you, you know, you'd way more likely compare US Nationals to Euros. Yeah, it's it's literally the same thing. Right. So, like, why doesn't the US get some fucking huge event like Euros? Do you know what I mean? On top of having that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty confident they will. But, At some point, yeah. But, but then again, because cause we've been... Well, Europe's been confirmed to have nationals. Because if mm. Germany's getting nationals, there's no way the UK's never not going to get nationals. It's just sure. like impossible. Which means then America should get nationals because they'll question it. Which means then we should get Euros. So... But we'll see. I'll be shocked if we don't get a European Championships or a cup. Well, they've changed the name to Continental Champions now. Sure. Since we, you know, the UK so, left. So Jake and I were we had a bit of a disagreement about like I guess content on the podcast. Um, he thinks that like we well, didn't think this, but this was his suggestion was that we should talk about like our oh, regional schedules and like Nats and whatever. And I just don't know if that would be like gripping enough mm-hmm. for people to want to like you know tune in and fucking listen because. <laughs> Most of these people know our regionals got announced. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, if that's what they really want, there are probably plenty of other platforms that could offer that to them. Yeah. Or is, or is that, I don't know. I'm not really in touch with it. Like, when I, when I say that, I don't mean long-term, like, across every, like, episode. Yeah, yeah, sure, but, like... I just meant short-term because, you know, to be real, like, whoever's listening to this podcast, they love some sort of trading card game. And mm. primarily right now, probably Yu-Gi-Oh! Because, sure. And it's so demotivating to see the cancellation of like the pinnacle event of the year and wow i I disagree completely because i don't think that the world is the pinnacle Mm -hmm. of Yu-Gi-Oh at all what would you say is i mean technically from like the perspective of 16 players eight of which always qualify for it or whatever Uh it is the pinnacle sure but for like you know the grinders and the regs it's kind of just like a you know a dream that would never really be realized do you know yeah. what I'm trying to... So I don't think they even consider it when they like... Plan- They're not like at the beginning of the year. Oh, wait, let me keep that free in my schedule. Well, this is the 18th of August. Better make sure I'm free for that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not... Re- so I don't think it's ever really been the pinnacle. It's more of like a spectacle. 
I see. So Do you, you know what I mean? It's more of like a, a fucking exhibition. I get it. So then what, it, what you're it, saying is you see the pinnacle as like the European or the yeah, yeah, and that's because and, that, yeah. the way they design that anyone can play. Ev- they, they literally design Euros for yeah. every single player in right. the world to qualify, right? Right. Because they want. That's why the attendance is so big. Right. They make they make it, it so, like well, it's the European. It's like world is like the tournament of champions or something, and then mm-hmm. like Euros is like the FA Cup. Where you know you know what I mean? FA Cup. No, in ahead. terms of the football reference, FA Cup is like this thing where like people from any fucking division, like yeah. clubs from like the lowest leagues in the country, yeah, could technically play against Premier League teams. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay, which is kind sense. of really embraces the fucking, you know, the idea of competing and competition, and like anybody could essentially realize the dream of yeah, being in I the finals of Euros. And, yeah, because then people are like, oh there's this match going on or, right. or x person oh who's this x. guy oh he's a random fish yeah, you know, or x beat this person right, right, and then right. it creates more conversation and, I just and topics in the game at worlds it's just like and i'm gonna fucking say it, i don't give a shit it's just like eight to 16 dudes who just like <laughs> sacrificed a ton of fucking real life shit yeah to just travel you know uh-huh. and kind of like no life it you know do you know what i mean you, like you, i qualified to worlds and i was like it was by chance i just did well at Euros, like, yeah. and i was like it's not that deep, bro. Yeah. It's just another room with more sweaty fucking dudes in it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and you'd rather go to and a mo- Pokemon event with right. more sweaty dudes. <laughs> the reason I went to the Pokemon event was just because I thought my EV was higher. I thought I was just yeah. way better Pokemon than I was at Yu-Gi-Oh. And the return for you, you said. To yeah. Me was like much better yeah. As well. I just thought the money, there was more money in it. There was more. Also the experience, man, like hanging out with my Pokemon friends versus like being in a room with like a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh people that I don't know and just yeah just in terms of the experience i look forward to going to worlds for pokemon back in the day when i used to play mm-hmm. and it was way more for the experience of hanging out yeah it was the couple of weeks beforehand play testing playing golf hanging out on the beach you know all that shit it yeah. was a vacation before the big event and, and what was important as well i think swayed probably your decision to go to pokemon worlds mm. is it wasn't the year before you came second i wasn't even no i wasn't even qualified for pokemon worlds <laughs> i wasn't even qualified for pokemon worlds when and did I you chose, come second uh, it was the year before, I think. No, because I would have, if I came, because if, if it was that year, then I would have. Oh, you would have automatically yeah, had right, an invite. Right. Okay. So the year that I decided to go, I had to travel. I was, I had not played Pokemon the whole year. Mm-hmm. And I was 51st randomly in like the, the, the list of people. Yeah. And top 50 got invites in Europe. And I was 51st. And I went to fucking a, a League Cup or whatever they were called, a uh, City Championship, uh-huh. and won it. Yeah. And ended up qualifying by like decimal points. That's so funny. And played Worlds. But I still told Konami beforehand that I was like, I'd rather risk not playing than playing this event. Because I was at the stage with you. Well, when you were t- telling the Konami you weren't going, and with yeah. conviction, you were telling them, I'm not I'm going. going. Yeah. And you were that convinced you were going to qualify for Pokemon World still. Well, it's just like, you, you just a, know, yeah. yeah, it's just like, yeah, of course. But it's so funny because they've never really had that before. What, the rejection s- of like, oh, I don't want to play your event. They get it. Yeah. because some people have work commitments there's like American player I think right. he's qualified once or twice and he mm-hmm. just turned it t- both t- down twice because he's he's got work commitments right. but with you it's just different like yeah you've decided you know you and Pokemon you know same weekend I just, I just for me it's more about again the experiences like once you've won enough or you've done enough or accomplished enough it ends mm-hmm. up just being about like time spent with friends and yeah. I know that sounds kind of cheesy and corny but specifically with Yu-Gi-Oh it was something I did with my friends because it would have when did I when did I come second at Euros when was that even 2011 2011 yeah calm so 2011 it wasn't that deep bro we just we would travel to Yu-Gi-Oh events together bro it was a different time to you know to to, in terms of era it wasn't the same as it is now back then it was more like the wild wild west bro 
Like it was like you just kind of you showed up to events. Nobody really had it on lock. Nobody knew it. You know the deck lists weren't great. Yeah, it's a very different time. Even though the plant decks were all really good or whatever, samurai decks were all really good. It took a while. There was DB wasn't as like pronounced as it is now in terms of like the grinding machine that it is yeah. that churns out the deck lists. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and YouTube was just not right, right, right. pumping out all these deck lists. Exactly. So, so there wasn't. Profiles. Dude, think about content in 20, 2011. It was non-existent, bro. How did you even find? I don't even know how you found deck lists online back then. It's just yeah. Um. So from that perspective, it was like when we traveled to events, we literally went to events to play with our friends and hang out and make an experience and support each other. So going to Euros was like 10 of us traveled and it was a great fun event. Yeah. And then they were like, you qualified for Worlds. And I'm like, what does that mean? And it's like, you get to play in a 16 player event, mm -hmm. right? Against 15 of the sweatiest fucking dudes, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, but my friends can't go. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was just a very different experience. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus when I qualified for the Magic PT recently uh -huh. and it was like, I knew I was about to have a kid. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, never played on the Magic PT. Mm -hmm. Want to qualify for the PT? See what it is. Yeah. Just to because I've seen it on TV, and I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm thinking it's probably just another room filled with sweaty fucking dudes. Yeah. But I need to know, right? Yeah. Confirmed. It is just <laughs> <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> qualify for the PT when it is just that. So yeah, just you know, uh, I think we spoke about this on one of the other episodes mm -hmm. where it was like the love of the fucking the grind for these games has just completely died because. Once you see the lines of the fucking Matrix, bro. Once yeah. you see the green lines for what it is and you realise that, I don't know, is Despia really that different from fucking summoning, what's his name, Alistar? You know, is summoning Aluba any different from summoning Alistar to fight? Yeah, it's just an evolved version <sighs> It's just like, okay, cool, yeah, it's like definitely better than Alistar, but, you know. Yeah, it's like, so when I went to Worlds, it's all the same shit. Which, which you were there, you know, you were, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, um, yeah, you're, you're just right. It's very isolated, very different to what I thought it was, like, no. It just loses the key components of what we play the game for, which is why I don't think I consider it the pinnacle. So that's what we, I don't want to lose too much of what we were kind of, where we were going with it. Yeah, I get you. It's, Do you get what I'm saying though? Yeah. How is playing world with 16 players or whatever, even though it's an amazing experience? And mm -hmm. I would guess that the cool thing about worlds and the cool thing about any elite tournament period is you get to play against the best and they are the best, right? And they're the best because they've ground the hardest over the year and they have the most consistent results. Mm -hmm. So you might get a couple of stragglers you know, like one or two people that really don't belong. Yeah. But for the most part, it's 14 fucking animals, bro. Yeah. Right, killers. Right? And when you're in that setting with these killers, you know, for the most part, it's going to be very fair. I think anyway. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because I feel like the cheating, the deception, the fucking, all of that stuff happens at the the, the lower, lower levels, levels. The lower levels. Like right. The, the regional but, level tournaments. Right. Regionals, uh, I don't know, probably locals, a fucking ton. But do you know what I mean? Regionals, mm -hmm. locals, probably Nats, yeah, fine. Mm -hmm. Euros too, but when you get to Worlds, it's 16 dudes that are there on the merit of their results, and usually the merit of their results are just consistently playing very well. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? When mm -hmm. you look at 16 players, there's very rarely some guy who just cheated a whole year. Well, well yeah, well, well, Magic is 16, Yu-Gi-Oh is like 27, 28. Oh shit, my bad. Cool, cause, but yeah. it, it, when, sorry, when I qualified for, for Yu-Gi-Oh, or 16 though. Was I th That's what I was told, anyway, okay. before I went. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bro, it's just, you know, they're like yeah. two, two from japan or something two from mm -hmm. i don't know how it fucking works but yeah yeah, yeah you get the point right. though yeah. so it must be cool if you're an elite player of which by the way is like 0.001 percent mm -hmm. of the population that plays Yu-Gi-Oh. i consider to be truly elite mm -hmm. because i've seen the elite players mm -hmm. yeah and they just ain't fucking elite bro <laughs> you know what <laughs> fuck it man the last three podcasts bro let me tell you the last three podcasts bro let me tell you something the last three podcasts i've been biting my fucking tongue man 
Yeah, I and know. It was crazy. People were like, oh man, he's being raw. I like that he's just honest and shit. I've been... <laughs> I've been like 15 to 20% of what I actually want to fucking say, bro. You've been bro. shackled in I've the corner. I've been shackled, bro. And you're just like, have you oh, seen this Ka- is not me. Bro, have you seen Kung Fu Panda where like that fucking tiger is in the fucking dungeon, shackled? I've not get- seen it, but no. Oh, for God. I felt like that tiger that's shackled away. Yeah. Bro, I just want to say like, everyone's shit, bro. Oh my God. Is that, am I allowed to say that? I, th- I think so. Like if you. God, like even the content creators, man, when I. Dude, the amount of videos that I just fucking turn off after 10 uh-huh. seconds is just insane, bro. Oh, my God. I'm just like, cool, um, let me watch this deck profile. I don't understand what this deck does. And after 10 seconds, I'm like, you know what? Spoiler alert, neither does the guy fucking doing the deck profile. <laughs> For fuck's sake, man. Bro, it's why, like, if you look at Sam X, okay, he's his That's the Asian editor. Dude. The Asian dude, right? Um, he's, he's from Canada. He's, um, but he's like Chinese. Whatever. Asian, he's yeah, Asian, bro. What the fuck? I, yeah, so he's... You can... Dude, he, he's fucking Asian, bro. Like, bro, I... I <laughs> you... You, uh, bro, if you're that scared of being cancelled, bro, bro, I'm not. Right, I just fine. don't. I just don't know where okay. you know his origin. I'm saying it. He's okay, fucking cool. Asian, bro. Like, what do you want? Right. Go okay. Ahead. Team Summer X. His yeah. his his um his deck profiles or like his content captivates the audience because that first ten seconds he realized how important it is to captivate with flashing lights, images, and then now it's like. <laughs> the way you're saying it, now bro. Now it's like it's like people are like fucking. They're so basic that he's like. He just so shows them like shiny things and they're like glued or locked in. I, I think so because every fucking epi- every every next video is getting fucking more more lights. Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's like um, well, well he he's like a he's Christmas th- house like yeah. a house with like, Christmas time with like this <laughs> adding more lights to it and it's just like bro, his, what's going on? His gimmick though, or his I've seen his content and I think it's really great for what it is. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm actually mm-hmm. not shitting on him when I'm talking about no, of like not. the high elite level players content. Yeah. Um, there's a few people that I've listened to that I consider to be really, really good. Um, we were talking about the Jesse Cotton game the other week and like, you remember the, the time issue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably elite. Jesse Cotton has to be elite based yeah, on the results. He, he has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, his opponent was really good in that game. Yeah. Because his opponent sandbagged the nib really, really long and he did it with like the dedication to just knowing that it would be good. Do you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Think about like the points at which you would nib somebody who's full combo in you where you've put enough time into it where you're just like, yeah, that's fine. Yep, that's good. Yep. That's fine. Good. Yep, good. Hold up. Wait. No. Do you know what I mean? And he held it like really, really long. And I was think as I removed Nib from his range in my mind, which is why I know he's really good because he had one card in hand. Yeah. And as Jesse Cotton's going through the motions, mm-hmm. right, I'm like, cool. So you know. Yeah. This is what it is. That's whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. So the guy can't have ass. He can't have Nib. He can't have this. He yep. can't have that. I'm removing the range of things that you can have. And then Jesse Cotton gets nibbed. And I'm like. Holy I also shit. I also would have removed Nip from his range. Yeah, so he's really confident. good. Yeah, if if someone because he's played that scenario so many times, he right. knows that it's Nip. It wasn't be saved. It wasn't that clear though. So I'll explain it to you kind of from memory. Okay. Um. So Jesse Cotton makes dark. Yep. Or something. He makes a dark because yeah, it's dark because he takes um the draw two, uh destiny hero from the graveyard. Yeah, so he takes two. So someone's linked two dark. Right. Takes a celestial. And now Jesse Cotton doesn't actually want to. He's very clever. So what he doesn't want to do is link them off, because what he wants to do is maintain the position so that that guy who's in top deck mode presumably yeah doesn't get to draw two cards yeah right because that thing is in play and even if it leaves the field and you're in jesse's turn he still has to wait a following turn before he can banish right yeah so it makes sense mm-hmm. yeah but what happens is the guys obviously it's a weird spot to account for because that doesn't happen that often i would guess do you Not know what really, i mean very because you, usually you the dark's taking the D- or the dp or, a, yeah, or something or DP, so like, it was a really it was his understanding quite quickly to adjust and adapt which impressed me a ton. I don't know the guy's name. He's just the opponent in like the ninth or tenth round. He mm-hmm. was really, really solid. If you if you have time, guys, it's the winning in 
Well, not the winning in it. The yeah, the winning in the, the bubble round. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Honey's brother. I don't know. He's some. I think um, he was like brown looking like me. Honey, I think I'm pretty sure it was Honey's brother. Quite tall, um, like a big tall guy. And yeah, he's he's pretty good. Like Honey is pretty like no calm, calm, calm. So he is a he is quite he's known solid. in America. Yeah. The only thing that I saw from the coverage, because I went back and watched it and I was sweating it a little bit, like, okay, cool, what is anything new? And it just all the same shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the only thing that impressed me in like hours and hours of footage. Yeah. It that was it. So yeah. That one thing. Well done, bro. You know, slow clap for Mike. What's his name? Hanny. No, shout that, out to uh, Hanny's Hanny, little brother. Hanny's, I don't know. I think he's, I don't even know. Old shout brother. out to Hanny's whatever, bro. Hanny, bro. Shout out for fuck's <laughs> sake. I don't give a shit, man. Who cares? <laughs> right, um, what else? So yeah, guys, I'm, I'm going to like, Think of like, you know, your your uncle at the Christmas party where he slowly over time, you know, gets a little bit more drunk and a little bit more drunk as the hours go by. And he's slowly like the fucking right. Like, what's it called? The rails just come off. And by the end of it, he's just like, fuck you, bro. You piece of shit. <laughs> I yeah. can just picture it. Yeah. Dude, as these episodes go by, that's what's going to happen. I'm telling you, I'm going to lose. I'm going <laughs> to. The yeah. patience is wearing thin, bro. You know what <laughs> I mean? You don't even drink. I don't even drink. Yeah. But you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. I'm just going to eventually just be like, yeah, All him. Fu- yeah. So. Listen to me, bro. If you're a uh-huh. piece of shit in this community, yeah, I'm coming for you, bro. Oh no, I don't fuck. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I, I get it, man. Like, yeah. it, episode two was a bit dicey, you know. How? So, what is the backlash based on that episode? How have you? It was. It's weird. It's weird. Because so Sam- to me, because to me, yeah. bro, I was like, when you told me something had happened when you were there, I was like, fucking out. And then when you told me the story, I was like, oh, it wasn't as bad, but I still expected people to just side with you because i thought it was pretty clean clear cut yeah do you know what i mean but you think it's been divided yeah so it's, it's pretty divided in some ways people just think oh he's just clearly obviously borrowing money but you got to think about the journey he's had to to get that money right what what, what do you mean did, the journey like, as well, like in, he got like dq 10 years ago what do you mean uh, the like, journey <laughs> like no i don't know oh, not that fu- journey you're a piece of shit <laughs> you're a fucking piece of shit <laughs> okay yeah. not that not that journey but <laughs> a different he got off at a different stop this time right. and this stop he got off um so he's in the room and you gotta think right he's like man what if i need money like and then like his little journey in the room trying to find money okay and like how does he know it was in your inner pocket you yeah mean? like 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 and and you got to think how, what's he doing to you got to think so when people think oh he's just borrowing 50 we well, got to think about the steps the process how did he get to that point why did he get to that point and when he got to that point you know what went through his mind he's like yeah cool like it's the way he went about it was very in a way where if i didn't say 50 dollars to him mm. he has no benefit or no like he's got he's got nothing to like to push him to tell me he took 50 but you didn't give him the opportunity to also. Yeah, which in some ways That's I really only should have done. Yeah, it's okay. And in the future you will, or whatever. In the future you won't because ultimately you'll share rooms with people that you can completely trust. Yeah, or and you've had. I mean, can you trust anybody? And and then and then it was weird because his story as well was like, oh, yeah, I'm, he's in the lobby with the girl. When I told him he can't go up, go up into the room mm-hmm. when when he's asking me if she, is she fine to go in the room, I was like, well, no, it's, it's not fine. But really, like, later I found out he was literally bone deep in the girl in my bed the yeah. one we're sharing in the room and i'm just like basically bro he just don't rate you bro basically man he's <laughs> he just, just, don't he's just you, selfish <laughs> he's he's looking for himself for his own mutual benefit at this age and let's be real we've all been at that point i was at that point years ago i'm yeah. completely real and i i was quite 
I'll be honest. I, I was looking out mainly for myself. And it's like, I'm not against... You should always put yourself first to put yourself in a really good position for the people to support around you. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But what I'm saying is years ago, I was just like, I was quite selfish in a way yeah. where my you own were like, personal gain. You were like too far. Well, no, but but similar to Simon as well, I would guess, based on what you told me. Like, yeah, you would just do too much. You were doing too much. With mm-hmm. too much of it. You know, like, listening to Jordan Peterson and all these people talk about like mental health and like, look out for yourself and stuff. Yeah. You were just too deep into it. You were like, fuck everybody else you know like if you don't add because remember the way you used to talk was like if you don't add value to me you you were basically just putting people down into like what do they offer rather than yeah who they are is that fair in some yeah in, uh, pretty much I'd because say i so. remember because i remember dude i remember fucking bumping into you years ago yeah it would have been at whitest london or something we first met you. no first again 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 oh again time, but oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. We were, like, yeah 2018 yeah or something like that yeah, i don't remember yeah. so i bumped into you i was like onion bro what's up bro because i always called you onion from back yeah, in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were like it's jake now <laughs> and i was like <laughs> what the fuck bro <laughs> yeah you were like what and then i was like why is he acting like that like i'm just like the thing is people don't Do remember know this, about onion. yeah i remember yeah. this and it Cause, was cause, actually it was outside because onion's actually onion's actually a pretty horrible name from its origin but it became like an endearing like I always just called you Onion, bro. You yeah, know what I mean. A, a but I didn't. I didn't context, even. Context is a nickname. I didn't even ago. give you that name. That no, wasn't, you didn't. It was. I just heard that. Just the Sheffield Rags did. Right, they called you Onion, and I was like, yeah. oh, cool. That's a pretty cool handle to have. Like, like in the sport, uh, esports world, there's a guy called Mango. Mm-hmm. He's called Mango. I mean, that's that that's a cool more refreshing name. Refreshing then. That's it. Then Onion. onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Onion, yeah. <laughs> but Onion like makes people cry and stuff. It's pretty. I thought it was funny. Anyway. Yeah. So, I used to call you Onion, and then when I met you again, you were like, "It's Jake now," and you kind of just seemed like um, you were trying to do Yu Gi Oh. But like you were trying to be like all business, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Where you were like, yeah. "Nah, man, like I'm I'm just here to just," and I've I've heard this, and you don't know I've heard this, but I've heard this from people that have been to events recently, mm-hmm. and this is gonna, um, you know what? Because we haven't prepped this, is gonna put you on the spot a little. Go ahead. Um, they just say that you're like alone a lot when you're at events. Yeah, is that fair? In some ways, I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's completely like, like contradicts what events are actually for in my opinion, because it's about the social element yeah. of it. But they're like, yeah, he's just kind of like by himself on his phone. And I thought to myself, like, I want to go to events to hang out with my, my friend, you know, with you. Like, yeah. I almost made me want to, I'm going regional, I'm going next regional, just to <laughs> fucking chill with my guy. Like, yeah. it was kind of sad. And then I thought like, could it be not because of who you are now, because you're a great guy now, but back in the day when you were far more selfish, you know, more like uh, self-centered or whatever, mm-hmm. that you've, because there was a comment that was made on one of the things about you burning bridges. Yeah. And it was quite a, you know, quite a mean thing to say, you know, yeah. like you've burnt so many bridges. Yeah, you've burnt the last one. It was like so dramatic in a way, but at the same time, like, do you think there was much, uh, much to it? Yeah. Like I, you haven't burnt bridges over like, time. And like with bridges, like people, there's two sides to every story and um, there's real reasons to why I burnt certain bridges. Yeah, I believe you. And, um, and people don't know why. And, you know, and we'll probably dive into that further down in the podcast. Oh, for sure. Because there's stories about, like, like Raph Nevin. People don't know. Right. The, re- the, re- the, re- the real reason. Like, you know Raph. Like, you, I, when I, I, say d- you know I actually him, don't know him well. But, you, but, you, but you're very good for judge a character. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and like, there's other people as well. And I was sure, by the way. I'm the guy that was sure that Joshua Schmidt would get DQ'd the, day, the next day. That was so... F- Do you remember that? That was mad. Do you remember that? You predicted it. I was like, dude, he's 8-0 again. Dude, there's just no fucking way, bro. Yeah, you predicted it. I, like, I'm pretty. Like, I just there's something. You said I, it on the on the Saturday. And dude, then there's something on the about Sunday just, he gets DQ'd. Do you know what it is? Dude, something about like people's eyes, bro. From like poker, I think it is at mm-hmm. the table. Because like 
at the table, poker table, everybody's just perma-lying. Yeah. You're in a you're in an environment where like everybody's the prey all the time. And even the, the predators, like the sharks, like the good players like me, you, mm. we're also the prey. And we're the prey in different ways. So when I've played poker and I've lent so much money to people at the, mm. <laughs> at the poker table that I've never seen you have know, got back. <laughs> have you ever lent money at the poker at the casino? Yeah, I have, yeah. We are just like, yeah, no worries. And it's like, I remember this one specific guy, I think it was like we're playing one, one, or one, two. Uh-huh. Um, and I lent him like 200 quid to buy in. And he, he made up some cockamamie story about like, his friend was coming that he couldn't use his business card to 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 reg because he couldn't come oh, up on it's his... immediate red flag when they say business card and i was like no but this guy <laughs> dude this guy usually had stacks in front of him oh so you thought it was all good for it and, I, and he was like a big time he was like i make 400k yeah. a year and i was like come bro easy, yeah, easy man sit back down yeah yeah so <laughs> i remember like giving him two bills and him like immediately stacking me oh man <laughs> was your plan to give him the 200 so it keeps the game entertaining so the other fish stay also he can take he's the a money fish from too it. he's a fish too yeah, so yeah. obviously he's a fish yeah. You, yeah but no but it was so just he stacks people and you just take the money from him it, no, there was no plan really it was just somebody was i'm yeah. always apprehensive about lending people money at the, yeah. like, if to gamble period because you yeah. just never you know it's an awful, awful thing to do but i was younger and stupid mm-hmm. and um remember him like stacking me yeah <laughs> i'd be like rebuying and stacking somebody else or whatever and then at the end of the night he gets fucking ruthlessly stacked where he can't fold like I don't know, jacks on like a, you know, four-way like board where jacks are over pair. Yeah. You know, like two, three, five, seven. Mm-hmm. And the guy must have a set because he's never putting in with like a seven or some shit. Yeah, especially you know if he's completing pre-flop. Right, right. So uh, he's just up against the set and puts, he just can't fold an over pair and mm-hmm. loses like a 900 pound pot at like one, two, a small one, two game. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Versus like yeah. top set basically. Um, And I remember him like being, I'm like, oh, where's your friend? But you're surely your friend's here now or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, he's not here yet, but could you throw me another 100 or 200? And I was like, I'm never seeing that money again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So even even like if you're a good player yeah. at the casino, there are predators in different forms. Like there are just, everybody's trying yeah. to push some edge or like an edge based on their image or not necessarily a poker edge. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And in the Yu-Gi-Oh community, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Poker taught me so much. Oh man, oh man, bro. So much. I, I, I attribute most of my intelligence yeah. to to being in casinos and not even poker bro mm-hmm. i attribute it to being in casinos yeah do you get what do you know you can you get the difference right yeah, yeah yeah i get you it's not obviously like understanding ranges and stuff i learned a lot i apply a lot of theory from poker into into other card, card games, games right? and even life decisions yeah of course that's fine but what i mean is i learned a lot from being around older people than myself yep. in casinos and being like man oh, like first of all i hope i'm not where you are when i'm 40 or 39 do you know yeah, what I mean? To when I was like stories 20. Just yeah, but there's a lot level. of life. Dude, I remember sitting at, um sitting next to some fucking dude at Casino yeah. who was telling me about like, how his dad had died. Mm. And at this point, I'm like a cynic and I just don't believe him. And I'm like, he used to bet me that I couldn't be quiet because I used to talk a lot at the table, like for an edge okay. to just jar people. Yeah. He would bet me like a hundred quid that I couldn't be quiet for half an hour, you know? Yeah. And I'd always just scoop him, basically. You just snap that. I'd just scoop him, yeah, of course. Um, And I remember him leaving the table once and the fucking dealer goes to me do you know who that is by the way and i'm like it was a 1-1 game by the way 1-1 yeah. so it was at the, the nugget Gordon okay nugget. Yeah. yeah i love that place and, yeah and he's like do you know who that is i'm like i have no idea and he goes um so basically his dad used to own the biggest uh fucking like high-end you know bugatti veyrons uh, ferraris all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. the biggest dealership of those in europe 
Wow. Worth like um, hundreds and hundreds of millions. Infinite, yeah. Hundred, like, like three, four hundred million at least. Uh -huh. But this is a different time. It's like tw 12 years ago. So like, yeah. I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of millions yeah. anyway. And um, his dad had passed away. Mm -hmm. And uh, his dad had passed away some time ago. But he, he, he and his sister had been chopped. They chopped the, the equity. Yeah. So they both had like 200 mil, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, that can't be true. That can't that can't possibly be true because he's playing 1-1 No Limit Hold'em which is like one of the smaller games in London Yeah, that's just not true um, and what happened was on the day that his fucking dad had passed away mm. or the funeral or whatever he'd come to the casino the next day with his friends to kind of get drunk and just fucking you know yeah, just try and grieve or however you it's not grieve. all about the money it's just right, about he's, being he's around the friends or people right, who he thinks to grieve friends. yeah so he'd go in there yeah. to grieve and I remember the story of like him fucking just playing roulette for the first time mm -hmm. and turning like 1k into 15k and being like immediately hooked and oh no. do you know how much the golden nugget took him for or the casinos in central took him for i reckon at least half a million Ho 150 million holy fuck. 150 million yeah his wife left him she took the rest in the divorce she awful just absolutely brutalized he lost like a you know essentially like a generational wealth mm. and his sister still has all her piece because she invested she does, in she's yeah. very smart obviously but yeah it was just funny like and then I was sitting with him thinking like, this guy's just an umpty. But but he had been preyed on. Like, yeah. the, the casino just taught me so much about like, because ultimately the biggest predator is the fucking casino, bro. Of course, man. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? So, but but then when in that, it's an entire ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So you have like the predator, the, the fucking, the Galactus or whatever it's called, the fucking yeah. world eater is the casino. And then we're all just kind of there like floating around mm -hmm. and we think we're preying on other people. Like, oh, he sucks. Let's invite him to the game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I get you. And it just like it opened my eyes to like, infrastructurally how different ecosystems work so like in the Yu-Gi-Oh ecosystem there are also you know very very different people yeah even though it kind of does attract a very specific type of person mm -hmm. even within that there's a huge range of different types of people does yeah. that make sense yeah it does and sure. yes now getting if we kind of dwell a little kind of divert, diverted quite about a lot but, yeah but just you were talking about Raph Levin or whatever yeah I look at some of these people and I just already know and it has nothing to do with them Specifically, it has to do with just seeing the, that same character mm. type yeah. my whole life. And you link it. And you just know. You already know. You are very similar, or rather you were very similar to him back in the day, which is why mm -hmm. my biggest thing is that he still seems to have a lot of support from the community, and I just don't know why that is. I don't know him well at all. I can't yeah. make judgments or like aspersions based on what I don't know. I just know what you've told me. But yeah, he rubbed me the wrong way, for sure, whenever he, I see him. It, I'll go back to the, the the regional thing in a second, but one thing that he did in Charlotte, which was really really annoyed me, mm -hmm. and after all these time, um, it's so I get Charlotte is the last the fucking the event, last yeah. event, okay. yeah. Um, I get shouted over by a friend, a European friend. He's okay. like, you know, he's, he's not seen me in so long, and he shouts me, and I go over, and I'm like, hey bro, how you doing? Long time. Hope everything's well. Mm. You know, hope COVID treat. I hope you've been fine. Family's COVID, good. Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately, COVID is helped everyone become a better well hopefully become a better person like mm. when, when i because me and you were really ill with covid at that time really bad yeah and it really and we we were isolated by ourselves for like on our own and we, like no energy nothing and we couldn't really we do very limited but what it gave you was a lot of thinking time a lot of like reflection on you and so obviously now i'm just I'm, when i see people i've not seen for a long time i'm asking them how they're doing raf was was pretty much next to this guy when, mm. when he called me over and yes he does know that we don't get on but I just said to Raph, I was like, hey, Raph, how are you doing? I hope COVID treated you well, etc. And then um, Raph was like, 
you know, hey, I'm fine. You know, your throat doesn't sound too great. Are you okay? I'm like, oh, gee, I've just got, just got, I got the flu or something. I don't know what it is. Um, definitely not COVID, by the way, guys. Like, I got tested multiple times. Don't worry. Um, and it's, um, yeah. So that happened, and then later on, the same guy who shouted me over. I'm not going to name him, but he, he, he said, Raf well, told me. Well, Raf knows who it is. You yeah, know who it yeah, is. Yeah, I know who it is. But, but I just, just because what cool. he told me, I just, you know, sure. He said, oh, Raf told me not to talk to you. Like he said, don't. You know, you, you know, he shouldn't have sh- shouted you over. He, sh- he shouldn't be talking to you. And I don't know whether that was at the moment where Raf is next to him because mm. he doesn't want to be have to be put in that convers- awkward situation, or if he meant generically where. I would hope it's the latter. And if it is the latter, sorry, I hope it's the former where he doesn't want to yeah. be put in the awkward situation because mm-hmm. I would also feel the same as him in that spot. Of course, because if I dislike somebody, I first of all, and this is going to sound a bit like catty or whatever, but if I have like a person that I just don't like, yeah. Um, and I have friends that still kind of interact with that person. It mm. just doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Because I've displayed to you or explained to you why this person is fucking lame or a piece yeah. of shit. And if you're still like, oh, but he hasn't done anything to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? That's like, you know, somebody killed my fucking family. And you're like, well, he didn't kill my family. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, just I, shut the I, fuck up, yeah, man. If I just don't get people who are like that. Because people yeah. are like that. And they don't see for how things really are. That's because everybody's trying to keep all the doors open. You know, all the time. They just and keep, they're not burning the, these bridges. Right. Man. They don't want to yeah, burn the bridges. And I think that you're... Whatever anybody can say about you, ultimately, I just don't think you're a liar. That's mm-hmm. point one. And I think that, yeah, you do cut people up when, when it's important to do so. Yeah. So few people in my life you're not one of these people by the way because you you seem to get into a ton of confrontation with a lot of people right but yeah. there's a few people in my life that i know shout out to kingsley by the way kingsley's like a <laughs> london reggae, he's a big dude oh, very yeah. sweet guy he's a lovely guy it's like if i saw kingsley get into a fucking argument with anybody yeah i would know that they were in the wrong and kingsley was in the right yeah because it's so hard to i've never seen him argue with anybody yeah he's so, so to, he's so lovable right so to get him to that point yeah it's like, what the fuck did you do to Kingsley, bro? Yeah, like, like, you what, broke what him. What edge did you put Yo, him on? you broke him, bro. What the fuck did you... Yeah. Versus with you, the reason I think it's tough with you and it has been tough with you over time is it's very difficult to pinpoint who's at fault Yeah. because you seem to have confrontation regularly yeah. with many people. Is that fair? Yeah. Cool. So, I don't know Raph Nevin well. I don't know any of these people that well. I just know anecdotally what you've told me, but I've also seen them at events, how they move, how they operate, and they just remind me of some... Maybe not Raph specifically, but some of the people that you mm-hmm. point out and be like, yeah. That's kind of lame. I'm like, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Or even before you said, I'm like, yeah, like I fucking. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. like, like in the part of the reason why, like, you may, f- you know, people might have said, you know, oh, he's alone at events. Well, sometimes. Tell me, yeah, I'm curious. Like, it's it's a bit of weird. So, I go with people to regionals, mm-hmm. okay, and you know, we like get hotels. We spend you spend the weekend, just hang out, go food and chill. But at some point during the regionals. I just like to have my own breathing space. Just like to just sit down. Or bro, when me and you, me, you, Kurt go to events, we're always together, though, bro. Yeah, but yeah to be fair, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I think, yeah, it's, it's so, who it is, I think, maybe. I think maybe who it is, but it's... Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that, because now the friends that you go with are going to be like, what the fuck, he never hangs out with us. <laughs> no, but like, me, yeah, me, you, and Kirk though, are different when we're together. Like, in a way yeah. where we know each other so well. Right. We've, um, like, we just... I remember, like, that Euros, like, we were just like, together talking theory like if we learn something from a matchup we that's how that's point the point of being like yeah. part of a unit is like oh by the way this came up you should consider this sideboard this in on the play or the draw do you yeah. know what i mean just small things that we may have missed mm-hmm. um yeah i get it bro i get but, it and and then yeah i mean sometimes i just want to relax and just chill and like because 
like driving to events can be a lot exhausting and, yeah. and and i don't really have much time if i'm doing like in-person coaching sessions or online coaching sessions whilst that like events or in the evenings of events i i don't really get much time especially when i'm driving or like um taking a few hours like just i don't it's just non-stop and me just sitting down in between around for 10 minutes or five minutes even mm-hmm. it's just nice sure it's just nice to do but yeah going back like with you and kirk yeah man like those those times are just so like that to me is relaxing as well that's just like so enjoyable yeah and um what you what you want to do is find people that you you you're so comfortable around that it's like you're alone but at the same time you're around people and i trust like you know and it's really hard finding people you trust in this world and i i think the thing is you it's really hard to have an opinion of someone if you don't know them you, you it's just it's just hard to do you get you can hear things about oh this story this this and this but what's annoying is when a story has been taken from someone like chinese whispers yeah and then that person tells that story to someone else and that story and it just keeps evolving yeah and because changing. a tiny small detail changes like a, a story completely absolutely a yeah. tiny detail changes intention motive mm. all of it so i completely agree with you it's like um this is gonna sound a bit off fucking topic but um I learned this yesterday and I didn't know this before. You know what Islam is? The religion, like Muslims, mm-hmm. Islam. Yeah. Um, in the Quran, which is like the holy book of Islam, yeah. apparently it says that, you know, like that God or Allah or whatever, he, the thing that he hates, um, like one of the things he hates the most is like gossiping mm-hmm. and back, like talking behind people's backs about okay. them. Yeah. Cause that, and regardless of whether you're religious or not, that makes a ton of sense because people just, it causes so much conflict. It does. Like just talking about people behind their back, like changing small details, like that probably ero- like is the reason for tons of friendships ending, so tons much. of conflict. So you know much. what I mean? Relationships with your girlfriend, like her friends talking about you behind her back. Oh, did he really do that? Oh my God, I would have left him if he did that. Your girlfriend comes home, now and she's like, got a chip on her shoulder because her friends yeah. are, te- do you know, but they, they didn't get the full story or the details mm-hmm. or your side of it. It's fucking long, bro. All right, anyway, I guess we should round it off with some fucking theory. Let's do it, man. It's like right. theory time. Um, so the Aluba deck. Yeah. So it won, you told, you told me it won a regional? Yeah, so LA regional was last week, arguably like the biggest regional every year. Sure. It's crazy. Like the turnout is huge. Um, I think it got like, 12, 1400 people, something down, so maybe 1500 massive. even. It's, it's like a YCS. It's a huge, yeah, it's basically a YCS. It's massive. crazy. And um, they had 10 rounds of Swiss. An event that big, right? Doesn't feel like right to not cut to top eight or something. You know what I mean? Because I know you don't cut in regionals, but. Actually, it was 10 rounds of Swiss. So maybe it was a thousand players. It was, it was, it was very close to sure. like, and it was, it was that big that there was no 10 There was six nine ones. Okay. So to make, to make top eight of this regional, you have to go 8-1-1 and hope you get in. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine going eight one one, eight wins, one draw, crazy. one loss, and just you have to sit there hoping your tie breaks are good enough to crazy. make top eight. That's just crazy. So nine one, there was six nine ones, and the person with the best tie breaks was Asala, uh, an American player. Usually does some of the commentary for Yu Gi Oh Konami, um, and he won with Despia. So okay. I'm, not, I'm unsure on the other decks on uh, the other five. But from from what I've seen of that fucking deck, bro. By the way, yeah, thoroughly unimpressed. It's thoroughly unimpressed. It can't do much on its own. In, thoroughly in, unimpressed. Mm-hmm. Like I get that if you lead with the fusion card and they ash it and you have gamma, the game's fucking over. I oh, get that. I think that's like in every scenario though. I, you know what I mean? I get it, bro. But it's like it just seemed really average to me. Here's what I didn't get: Can you? Is there a better spot to ash than on that fucking fusion card? Do you know much about the deck at all? I I know. F- 
I don't know as much as I usually would. Yeah, because I watched there's it no all, events yet. Maybe we'll wait for this because I have a few a bit of theory on that specifically. Yeah. And my hunch is that it's better to wait to Ash at the end of the turn when the Albion tries to set the branded red. Yeah. That's my hunch right now. But it tries to set. It, tries, it can add to hand or set. Oh, so you can ash it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my hunch is that right now. The problem is you're fucking exploited. Branded in red, right? If they open the branded in red as well, you're really exploitable then. Yeah, and it just, right. it just comes down to... I'm really not sure. I haven't thought about it enough, but I'll right. get to it. You know, like, like With that though, well, it depends then how people adapt. Right. Because if everyone then decides to ash at the end phase, yep. people are going to make free brand in a red. They are doing that already, I think. Are they? Then, I believe then, so. Okay, then, yeah. I believe tells you how much I know about the deck. Yeah, I, I, but, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I might be wrong, but I believe they are doing that. Okay. So what we'll do is, I'll, what I'll do is, I'll test the deck this week and come with a. I've seen two iterations of it so far this mm -hmm. week, in, from the, like the local good players at the, yeah. the shop. Um, some of them were doing brave, and that felt very underwhelming. The brave mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I know you think it should be paired with brave. Is what you said earlier. I think so. Kind yeah. of. The Brave stuff too, just too, really, just really broken. I know, but... The damage you can put on board with the negation. But if you're playing the Brave stuff, you almost have to draw the the, sh the fusion card. Yeah. Because... Or the opening into sending the thing to... Mm -hmm. Because you can't summon a Luba now and fucking... Because if you're doing the Brave... You, yeah. It's just two very different things. You're forced to play 40. Yeah. And and, and when we play Gamma's Brave, so you good don't want to. Yeah, Gamma's so good. You want to play more. And Gamma, Gamma's just arguably the best... One of the best hand traps of all time. Okay, I can tell you I can tell you something really interesting that I found this week uh -huh. is that I think Prank Kids is so much worse than it was before the Luba stuff was released. Yeah. And it's really subtle. Well, it's not even that subtle. It's as a result of the hand trap changing mm -hmm. because the popularity of Ghost Bell because Ghost Bell crushes Branded in Red. Yeah. Right? So when people are playing three Ash in their main deck mm -hmm. and you're playing a fucking Prank Kid deck and you're like, summon a Prank Kid, make a guy, fingers crossed you don't have a an ash yeah now if you didn't open the adventure stuff you lose to ogre on pranks right a lot of the time you're going to lose to ogre on pranks yeah, for sure. you're going to lose to nib mm -hmm. in you know when you're going deep to the combo yeah you're losing to bell on doodle or bell on the fucking red guy yeah. you're just losing to a lot of a lot do you, do you know what i'm yeah, saying you so now you're, before you were just losing to three ash now you're like struggling versus or losing to Three Ghost Bell, three Ash, three yeah, Ogre, when, when and three Nib. resolves, yeah. Now, you, now you have to play around everything else. And the and the real thing that's going to fix this is everyone should start to look at Cross Out Designator. Yeah, great card, absolutely phenomenal it's card. So underpriced. And let me guess, you own like a hundred of them. He's like, I, I own, he's like, hey guys, look at Cross Out Designator. By well, the way, selling a hundred Cross Out. It's obvious that <laughs> no, I agree, one, I agree. one, it's going to be broken, <laughs> and two, that I own a hundred plus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree completely. The card, yeah. yeah, card's phenomenal. I just found Prank Kids this week specifically upon the release of the new deck to yeah. just be very bad and it's not yeah. because it's changed at all mm -hmm. it's just because people are just playing three bell three ash and yeah. bell and ash kind of do similar things against the deck they do do you know what i mean in terms of mm -hmm. how the deck flows um but what else uh i guess we'll save the theory for next time i think yeah to give true value from it yeah i think that's probably the best Calm. thing to do so i'll do a couple of shout outs um i have a second podcast it's called lisp nation check it out uh, i'll put the link in the bio or something mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of like the same vibe. Jake's not on it, unfortunately, but it's just more kind of conversational stuff that isn't Yu-Gi-Oh related. Uh, shout out to the Broken Code Cup. Yeah, when's yeah. That, when's that coming? <laughs> Next week. Next, Next week, week, Broken Code so, Cup. So uh, starts qualifiers start Monday. Finals run Sunday. Every day, um, it's knockout, and then the the winner of the tournament will get an invitation to Sunday's event, and uh, it's cash prizes. Awesome. I probably will be playing that. But probably not to be honest. Let's just about. be real. You're not playing in that. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> I know. Shout out to uh, oh, Sneak Attack Games has a regional in 29th of May. 29th of May. Um, 
the venue it's in is fucking incredible. It's a, a gaming arena. Yeah. So it's going to be streamed. It has like amazing layout. It's going to be a very, very cool arena. I'm sad you Big can't Venom make booth. it. Big Venom booth. Yeah. I, I, I'm sad you can't make it. Hartford. I can't make it, unfortunately. Yeah. I'd love to go. Um, but yeah, I, so yeah, you're live streaming it. It's 128 cap. Yep, yep. Seven rounds. Um, yeah, it, it's going to get a lot of plays. It's on a Sunday as well, which is actually decent for London because transport, it's great. Guys, we'll see you around. Good luck, guys. Peace.